Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. bigger box for yourself? Seth Godin's All-MBA Workshop is an intensive leadership and management workshop designed for changemakers who have a fire in the belly. This is for people who are itching to level up and make a bigger impact. Four times a year, the workshop brings together two groups of 100 to 120 leaders curating the group to pick the right mix of people from different industries and areas of expertise. The end result, you're surrounded by other leaders who are moving to the top of their respective fields and helping support each other to become stronger cross-functional change agents. The workshop splits you up into groups every week so you're meeting a bunch of people you'd never otherwise meet. You're getting and giving feedback and seeing your blind spots in a whole new way. By working on 13 projects during the month, you're constantly pushing ahead and creating a body of work as proof. It's not about passively learning, it's about actively putting those concepts into practice until they become habit. The idea is to drink from the fire hose and rewire your brain to make new, better habits and to have the platform practice those habits. So who's been through all MBA? Over a thousand alumni. They include a mix of leaders, including product managers, naval naval commanders, lawyers, marketing directors, engineers, ophthalmologists, UX designers, filmmakers, and more. This group is half freelance, half folks at companies and startups like Slack, Tesla, Kickstarter, Charity Water, Microsoft, Nike, Trello, Kiva, Warby Parker, and more. If you're a leader and want to become even better, this is for you. There are no lectures, no videos. It's rolling your sleeves and working in groups with people who are equally into winning. It's an intensive, immersive four-week experience of drinking from the fire hose. Over a thousand plus people from 580 cities and 49 countries around the world have all done all MBA. Challenging? <laughs> yes, but our friends at Seth Godin's All MBA believe the rewards are so worth it. Ask any of their alumni. While most online courses barely approach a 7% completion rate, the All MBA has an astonishing 96% completion rate. Their alumni say they do it again in a heartbeat. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for you to level up. If you're looking for ways to have a bigger impact, the All-MBA could help you get there. The curriculum is entirely hands-on. More than 75% of your time is dedicated to shipping your work, practical projects that allow you to apply what you learn. So if you're tired of courses that you never finish videos or you've had them bookmarked, then put those aside and check out All-MBA as a different way to level up. So, they are now accepting applications for the upcoming session. To find out more, visit www.altmba.com backslash heart and hustle. So, that's www.altmba.com backslash heart and hustle. For special consideration, you can mention Heart and Hustle podcast in your application and tell them that we sent you. So, check out the episode and enjoy. Hello. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. If you are listening and near your phone or computer, go ahead and jump on Twitter and follow us on Heart Hustle Pod. You can jump on Facebook and Instagram and find us at Heart and Hustle Podcast. You can use the hashtag Boss So Hard to show us what you're up to. We love to see you know what you guys are working on, different projects you're doing, or how you're just kind of like embracing fall, especially because we don't have that here in Florida. So no, nobody has it either because it's That's really true. heat wave right now for everyone in Northeast. But they're gonna get it. They're gonna won't. get it, and by the end of the week they'll be fine. But my friends who are in like the Northeast and even the Midwest, like up there, and they're just like in Canada too. Canada was like 104 in New Brunswick the other day, so I don't know. That sounds real scary. Suffer. <laughs> yeah. We're all suffering. Well, I walked when I went to uh, Whole Foods the other day. Um, they had pumpkins out. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Like, yeah. the whole entrance of our Whole like, Foods has pumpkins. pumpkins for knowing what's yeah. going on. They beat Trader Joe's, which is surprising, because I feel like Trader Joe's always has pumpkins out first. Yeah, they, they normally have them out pretty early. And I, like, I put out my, like, Halloween decor in September. Yeah, I was going to say, because <laughs> you're extra. Um, but my neighbors on both sides, like, I wondered, I'm like, I wonder how they feel about that. And but now they it's just put theirs out, Halloween which, circle. I mean, they put it out before October 1st, so I was like, they probably don't think I'm too nuts. And one of my neighbors put out a pumpkin, and that made me They really do happy. have a pumpkin. I'm going to carve a pumpkin on October 1st. There is no Halloween decor. Um, but I think I I'm going to carve one every week. 
because that because you know they're not gonna stay good and then i can just make pies so i can just make like a pie a weekend but when i say i make a pie i mean i'll invite my mom over to To make make a pie pie and you can look at it and eat it yeah because i i don't know pies are hard (laughs) (laughs) pies are a challenge we're so done with september if you could not tell i'm just Everyone is done. I'm like, can I sleep until October 1st? I honestly do think that September was the worst month of the year. And not for me personally. Like, I can't really say that I have anything that I have been dealing with that's been, like, too horrible. Minus just what every American and every black woman, you know, and queer person is dealing with. Um, But, like, just personally, I feel like so many people I know have just been going through so much stuff. So it's just been a really horrible month. And I'm glad that it's almost over. I'm glad it's going to be October. October is like my favorite month of the year. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, you know, October is their favorite. So it, it should be good. It should be somewhat um, less hot, maybe. maybe? I, I won't be here, so it maybe? won't be. <laughs> but when I get back, it, it will be, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure when I get back. to me every, every time I year. leave. And I hate it so much. Like, I go somewhere. And, you know, of course, where I'm going has better weather, so it's fine. But then as soon as I get back, everyone's like, yeah, we wore sweaters the whole time you're gone. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, why? It's, it's upsetting. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, yeah, I'm so October, my family's coming here. And then we're going up there in November. So I'm also excited about that because it's going to be kind of like... Just lots of family and stuff this month, so that'll be good. Um, like, Sounds like the very opposite of what I want in my life. <laughs> <laughs> For you people who don't want those things, I am no. here with you. I, I am here. I love my family. My sister will be here in, in November for like a week, which is exciting. Because I'm going to, but that's one person. <laughs> I'm well, like, I mean, if I see no family, one else, I'm all right with that. <laughs> when, I, when I say my family, I mean like my nuclear, like not like my that's whole family. That's still too many. Family, my, I'm like not, my brother you're like my mom family. and my, that's too many people. No, my brother and his boyfriend are coming. So <laughs> it's, it's, like a, so it's two many. people, but they're essentially one because they're like the same person, two very different bodies. <laughs> <laughs> They are. Literally two different bodies. They are yeah, very different bodies. Very different bodies. Like, they don't look anything yeah, like Yeah, boyfriend's but... different every time I see a picture, which is great. Oh, I appreciate it. Not yet. Yes, I love it. He does. Like, looks I, for days. I actually want to ask him to bring one of his wigs so we can go twinning to the parks. Looks yes. for days. I'm, like, yeah. always, like, how does his hair change more than mine? I'm a black lady. Yeah, because <laughs> he has, well, he has, like, his long, like, just Beautiful blonde it's wig. gorgeous. And then he has like his Game of Thrones wig that oh has like God. all the braids in it. And then he has like sometimes he'll pull his hair back and does like he like it's like a Kim Kardashian type of like hair pull back oh style. Word. And then um he'll do like his hair just like down, which he is the best smelling hair of any human. It just looks radiant. And it's so funny because that like, is a mermaid. He had talked <laughs> about um like him and Ben were talking about like the idea of like maybe one day him getting like a really really fierce like androgynous cut and i was like i will support anything you do but also like i want to smell your hair like your hair is fantastic and it's like every time i hug him i'm just like "Ah, his hair smells so good magic yeah so i'm like it'll be fun like we did disney like just shortly last time they were there we actually had a heat wave in december yeah last time that they it was boiling hot in december sucked um because it was like right i think right after christmas yep um so that wasn't fun so i'm hoping that the weather will be like a little bit better but either way like we're planning like fun outfits for hot i'm weather. very excited about it yeah so and he's in makeup school right now so he's gonna beat my face every day that he's here which makes me super happy so we're gonna go to disney springs and go to sephora and pick up like some stuff from fenty. get all the fenty beauty yep. things yeah. all the yeah. shades so i'm gonna have him like go with me to pick out what i'm gonna get and then he can come home and do my makeup every morning, which is my dream because I don't like. I don't even makeup. like makeup. I don't own any, but same. that little but like same. glittery I'm highlighter thing from Fenty very, Beauty, I am yeah. so into like looking like the a magical elf. It's so everybody looks like I a magical it. elf, yeah. and I love all of it. I'm like I don't, I don't know how to make up. I don't own makeup. I think that's what Wakanda looks like. I am going to wear it just because Fenty Beauty. Yeah, does. everyone's like, face in Wakanda right. probably has that gold highlighter, and that's fine. By the way, did you see that article that came out that was, like, um, thought that Wakanda was, like, a real place? I mean... It was, like, a reporter, and they were, they were like... Somebody um, thinks that Nambia is a real place, so... Yeah, they Why were are like, you surprised? They were like, oh, <laughs> and this actress is from Wakanda, and it's, like, 
No, she's in a movie. Oh my yeah. god! Like nope. I could nope. not. I was like, oh my reporters are canceled. Like, how are you not? I don't. I don't understand. Google. Like, I don't. Do your Google's um, <sighs> business tip. Do your Google's before you publicly say anything. But let's just talk about how we're a lot closer to that movie coming out, and I'm very excited. <sighs> and just Black History Month in general. That makes me really. My excited. body is so ready. I know. I'm so and ready. John is teaching elementary school again, which means that um, he gets to do his like big Black History uh, project. And I'm really, really excited for that because I just like go in and I'm like, teach me, see if you can teach me anything new. Teach me new things. And if not, I just like to see white kids doing this project. That makes me happy because it's like he pretty much shuts down the class for a week. It's just like he's not wrong. One project. He's not wrong. Pick it up. So it should be good. Um, Yeah. And besides that, I feel like yeah. I mean, just pretty much looking forward to things. Things are not so great right now. But looking forward to things. I don't know where the um, beginning of the end is or the end of the beginning. I don't know. It's a lot happening right now. I feel like every day is one day. Like, I'm in one big day. Yeah. <laughs> Until the end of time. And everybody's like, what are you doing? I'm like, working <sighs> yeah. all of the time. I love that you were just like, what did I do last week? And then you looked at your schedule and you're like, oh, I worked and then I worked and then I worked. <laughs> Yeah. Work some more. <laughs> yeah. But yesterday we ate raw cookie dough. So we that, did. That was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it was very sweet. Um, it so was. That's like the most exciting thing to ever happen in celebration, which is very sad to me, <laughs> is that like we have a raw cookie dough place. And now we're like, look at us. We're on the map. Yeah. So, <laughs> good vibes. If you're here, go get some raw cookie dough. It's inexpensive. Shop local, etc. Yes. Also fall festivals if you know about any good fall festivals they don't have to be in florida they can be anywhere well not anywhere they can be on the east coast i'm doing all the fall things while i'm yeah, in the northeast like, let me know where they are because i am all about traveling to some fall festivals talk to me about apple picking in upstate new york Hornies? yeah oh i mean God. you do it in atlanta atlanta yeah. has fall georgia I has fall georgia has actual georgia has seasons they have fall in corn mazes and like like yeah. ghost things I did one or whatever. In somewhere in North yeah. Carolina, like I don't know, like we started in Charlotte, but my family drove us like hey, really right. far away, and then they like then they took us to like a legitimate corn maze, and there was like times where I was like, we might die here, like this might be the end for us. <laughs> I would never do that again, just based off Jeepers Creepers too, which don't watch Jeepers Creepers three y'all because that director's a pos. But in the in the 2000s, we did not have as much internet access as we did. And so yeah. if anybody's ever watched, like, Jeepers Creepers 2, they know what I'm talking about. The monster's hanging out in the cornfield. He's coming to get you. So uh, being yeah. a melanin card carrier, yes. I know better. Yeah. <laughs> and you will not catch me in no fields. Thanks. I'm even afraid to go see it in the movie theater. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're here. We're talking about business stuff. So we are going to discuss today a phenomenon that is known around the world to most women, which is when men interrupt you. Mansplaining. What's the other word that we... So some... Okay, I have yeah. to pull it up because I really want the person who like tweeted it... the word that we learned about. That, it's just to get actual credit. So when men like interrupt you or they talk over you or they steal credit for your ideas um, yeah. this has happened to like most women at least one time this happens to me if, if not it's like if you're in business or you're you own your own business i feel like these things happen often even when dealing with clients sometimes i have a client that well it's not my client but <laughs> i have a person who wanted to be my client who was super misogynistic and i could tell from like our discovery call and I'm like yeah this is not going yeah. to be a good fit because things like that no we're not like that are not going to work so um Nicole Gugliucci and I'm sorry if I butchered that uh she's at noisy astronomer and it's a friend actually came up with the word called he peed it and it's for when a woman is suggests an idea and is ignored and then a guy says the exact same thing and everybody's like oh snap that's the best thing that ever happened he he peed. So she had a she has an amazing Twitter thread. It already has like two hundred four thousand likes, uh, sixty nine thousand retweets, and I will link it to our show notes because it's actual true. And she also included some things about racial discrimination in the workplace because she's woke, and that's the way you're supposed to be when you're yeah. doing business and living life. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like you know a lot of women who now own businesses or just in positions of like power at work and right. that sort of thing have dealt with like being called bossy growing up or like they're too like loud or too assertive i know that i was I definitely, definitely was called bossy I was nine thousand in one time freak a lot as a kid 
Um, no, I was called boss. Like, I mean, everybody in my family, every single human in my family was like, oh, you're just bossy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry that I like things away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> away. Like, like that my, makes sense. My mom told me a lot of times where I'm growing up, like, you can't control everything. And I'm like, I'm literally just trying to do this one thing properly. Like, like how dare me? How dare? But it's interesting because, you know, my, like, my mom, she is a lot more woke now. But the way that she raised us was, like, with tons of like heteronormative like bullshit and so the way that she would do things for my brothers it's like my brother could like yell like f the world and she would not say like he's like assertive or aggressive but i could just like raise my voice a bit and it's like oh my goodness like don't be so dramatic like you're being yeah over the top blah 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 um so it's very interesting that we kind of like push these things on on kids at such a young age and now like you know my goddaughter is like very outspoken She's very independent, and so, you know, um, my best friend Anna uses a lot of, like, very particular words and is particular about what people say to her. Right. Because she does not want her to think that her behavior is wrong, because it's not. No. You know what I mean? Like, she's so pleased. Um, and also with Addie's, like, confidence, and that's another thing yeah. that women, like, it's like, women are like, you shouldn't think you're too pretty or too smart or too great or whatever. And But Addie will be like, you know, I think I'm great. And we're like, yes, you are. You're like, fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, like you should think that. Um, and also it's like the whole like emotional thing. Like if you're super passionate you're emotional, about something. Or you, my biggest thing that was always like my biggest pet peeve um, growing up was like, oh, you're very emotional about this. Is this your time of the month? Blah, 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 that type of thing. And it's always like, no, I can just have emotions. Like I could just feel strongly about something without you needing to tell me where my like menstrual cycle is. Thanks. I'm so glad that you're aware of where (laughs) what's happening. Would you like my chart? Would you like my apps? My calendar? My planner? (laughs) Like my trapper keeper or whatever I had like that, (laughs) like tracked my period when I was a kid. people also act like just because you're on your period, you're going to be angry. Um, a lot of people are not angry on their period. I'm sad. I'm more so, angry and tired when I'm not on my period. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like if I if I am angry and upset, I promise you that I'm not on my period. Because yeah. Honestly, when I'm on my period, I'm too tired to be angry, like, and look. also I'm too sad to be like I would not I'm stick just up for tired. myself because I'd be like sad and tired. So what I'm doing is watching Publix commercials and crying. I'm right. not having a conversation. Let with me you, tell you, okay? most women um, experience anemia while they're on their period. Yes. Um, we're, we're just tired. <laughs> like, if you've not had iron just in your body, tired. I'm just tired. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. No, those things are very, uh, there's a lot of misogynistic, like, things that people, it's still, and, and I would love to say that we live in 2017. It's totally different. And the way people are raising kids is so great, but that is so not true. And it drives me no, bananas. Yeah. And then I have this, um, you know, right now I'm having this, not just like an internal debate, but I also, I like had a, a short moment of internal debate because I'm very much like, you know, just raising my daughter to be who she is and, and ignore gender roles and blah, 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 society. I'm very much that person. I went to a gender reveal party on on Saturday for my friend. And the whole time I'm like, I just don't believe in this. Yeah. And they was like, just be quiet. I know you don't. Like, just be quiet. And I'm like, I know, I but gender is a social construct. And then I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll deal with it, whatever. But, um, you know, I very much just let my daughter be headstrong. She's very confident in who she is. And one of the things that came up and now that she's older is doing kind of extracurricular activities and finding out what fits with her personality and what fits for her and so you know me having my brain and my like I believe in all this stuff and I'm like she's totally gonna love you know sports because I was a sport I mean I was a dancer as well which is the preface for this conversation but I was very much into volleyball and I was very much into being fit and running and, and now I'm more so like in the powerless so I'm that person that's like I'm into hard things that are hard and difficult and she gets on the soccer field and she has like none of it she wants nothing to do with running in the dirt or looking at soccer and I'm like oh my word you're such a girl and I'm like I can't say those things that's not a nice thing to say I'm like don't say those things and this is from just being raised and having those stupid ideals put on me so she's definitely a dancer and 150% and everybody that's seen her and seen her dance and they're like oh my goodness this girl can like she has like hula hoops on her arms and she'll rotate them awesome. and dance. And I'm like, oh my goodness. She has she's... a body for it too. Oh, she so does. But she, she has a body for everything. She well, makes me mad. When, uh, so, like, <laughs> she ends up like, I mean, it's pretty, like, I'd be very obviously shocked that she didn't end up with like the height that both of you right. have. So, yeah, it's just her I'm like, it's just very really funny. Um, but it just having that conversation and being, and, and I think people have been kind of, for me to be like, yeah, she's in dance. And people have been kind of like, oh, like, oh, you put your daughter in dance. Because that's what all moms do with their daughters. And I'm like, no, that's what she actually what she likes. Do, yeah. But actually what she wants to do, she's actually been kind of wanting to dance for a while. Now that she's at an age and she actually gets up and she has her stuff and she gets her stuff together and she gets her tap yeah. shoes and we have to fight about not wearing tap shoes. And that's like, well, how old is she now? She's. 
She'll be three at yeah, the end so of the year. Yeah, so it's like, you know, who knows? By the time she's five, maybe she'll want to play soccer. Yeah, or know? she'll just like, want to do nothing. Maybe, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe she'll just want to read books. Like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So it's just very much or removing maybe she just want to play with computers, which she yourself. That doesn't make her do. any less of an empowered female person as she, like, is right now. I don't know what she's going to identify. You know, there's so many things that I'm just like, I don't know anything about who she is as a person because she doesn't know because she's only three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, that just goes back to being raised to think, oh, women do these things and men do these things and the gender, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but- I literally heard someone, and this was before Hillary was running, but I, a, a person I know said that, and this is a female person that is around our age, um, said that she would never vote for a female president because women are emotional. And I was like, excuse me? And she's like, you know what I'm talking about. We're emotional. We no. just can't handle that. And I'm like, no. What? No. And then she also said that she would never want to see, like, women soldiers because, one, periods, and two, like, being upset and emotional not even them being tied together but just like the fact that we I've have definitely, periods which i'm like girl we have periods and deal with all sorts of things i like, definitely heard that before in high school but i, mean, I don't know if those that, people still that, have those ideals Olympian who was a swimmer right who just like literally right. was in the olympics and right. swam in the olympics and had her period like and. People can do anything without <laughs> their period. Right. Like, it's not... Not the end of know, the world. Just because you have your period doesn't mean that you can't do something. So I'm just like, I don't There are definitely understand. a lot of people. I think this also um, is an important conversation to have because right now, New York Times is kind of aiding in, it, like, this conversation around... Um, like what are they called male right activists in tech because of the google engineer that got fired because of his very misogynist like note and email that he passed around but i i'm really like not into this whole like idea of following this guy around and giving him so much credit into what he's doing and he's just like being objective to it because it's very clear that he's being misogynistic it's very clear that he hates women and he doesn't want women because basically if you don't know his comments were so much of saying that women men are you know designed and engineered to be better engineers like women are not like they aren't built for engineering because they're emotional blah 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 men are just you know better and I don't, I'm just trying to figure, like, he just thinks that men are better and they were born to be better engineers and better people in tech. And it's just such a dumb idea. It's such a dumb argument because not, there's so many guys I know who can't code for, for garbage. Yeah, <laughs> for garbage. I've that's what I'm so saying, much... like, it's weird to me because I, it also makes me feel, like, weird for men who don't also, get, like, Also, like, like because... all the conversations about NASA and women were the first, like, people who were doing calculations at Langley right? and everything from, like, did he not watch Hidden Figures? Like, is he... Yeah confused about what's happening i just uh it's so frustrating but that's something that's becoming now an objective view of like oh it's okay for him to have these thoughts and some people agree and it's okay to have these open conversations and spoiler alert it's not okay to have these conversations it's completely discriminatory um and also it it places people to fit into a gender mold and be like oh you know this binary lifestyle and not everybody fits into a binary uh life so it's just so frustrating i don't know i have I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's interesting because I think it's so important who you surround yourself with because I think I only know, like, two or three guys in tech and everybody else I know in tech is a woman. Yeah. And I think I did that purposefully. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's just very, very upsetting. And, and I know that, like, you know, in school they're trying to push that a little bit more now and they're doing better right. with that. But it's like, you know, it was just a few generations ago that they were telling us, like, you're probably not going to be as good as math because you're right. a lady, so, you know, sucks to be you. And it's just, it's it's disheartening. Um, so one of the main places where this, like, interruption from men happens, whether they're going to just, like, mansplain to you particularly or they're just going to, like, jump all over you and, what is it, he peat? Yes, he peat. Exactly <laughs> the ideas that you just said and just say them again. Um, one of the things is like a group meeting, right. which is like, I think like the most classic example where this happens. And this is something that can happen if you own a business or if, if you have a regular job or whatever the circumstance is, or even when you're having a discovery call, which let me tell you um, has oh happened man. to me on a discovery call where I'm just like, hi, um, you're here like for my expertise, no. like not the other let way Let me tell around. you about what I'm doing. was just like literally bought a business, had no experience, just like took out a loan, bought a business, had no experience in business, had never done anything to do with business, 
just like literally starting from ground zero and is trying to basically like tell me about the world like in this discovery call on the phone and I'm just, just like, like okay sure. okay mm-hmm. like, definitely not a good fit had I mean we've had this happen a lot but there's just one that instance in which it was like a kind of discovery meeting where we were meeting someone for the first time and we were at Panera and Dr. Phillips because I know where we were because <laughs> I remember this very distinctly where uh, David and I were there to meet this person and um, we, he comes up to us and he just like looks walks like right past me and goes up and shakes David's hands like oh hi nice oh, to meet I you blah 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 that. and David's like oh yeah this is you know whatever and this guy pretended that I was not there the I whole meeting that. the whole meeting he pretended that I was not there and I was just like well this is great it doesn't matter because if you pay David guess what you pay yeah, me as well like, like it's so dumb and so ridiculous but I remember that kind of was like the first time that ever happened to me which is why it's so vivid and I still remember it so much because I didn't think that that was something that I mean I knew from the workplace that it happened in workplace but I thought being an entrepreneur it'd be a little bit different and we weren't fully entrepreneurs yet but us you know coming up I was like oh this happens everywhere so fun yeah. how great I can't stand when people shake John's hand and not mine I'm just oh like I'm, I'm sorry like, especially when my handshake is better than yours also don't give me no weak <laughs> sauce handshake because I'm a lady because I judge you immediately if you shake my hand and you are gentle I am like get this hand away from yeah, me like, it's gross it's like a weak yeah it's like a I don't like, want a weak like actually shake it like uh, you don't have to like just like they do this little thing where they just kind of like, Ugh, and then don't give me it. a weak handshake. So, yeah, so I went to go. <laughs> anyone who follows me on Instagram realizes that I sat and got my tower, uh, my tires ready for like a bajillion years the other day. And basically, what happened is we went in the first day and we we're like, we need to get our tires done. We have an appointment, and they were like, here's the tires. They're a bajillion dollars. Of course, and they I are. was outside on a call with a client. John knew that I would flip my lid about that price. So he comes outside and he was like, so this is what they said the price is going to be. And I was like, absolutely not. And so, you know, I finished my call and then I came in and I was like, no, get us some other tires. So they're like, okay, cool. We're, we're bringing those tires in tomorrow. Great. We'll be back tomorrow. That sounds great. So John wasn't able to go with me the next day, but I went ahead and went, got there like at the time that I was supposed to get there and I go in and whatever. And so you know we're doing the paperwork at the end and the guy is like we're just like casually talking about things and like my business comes up in conversation as it does often and you know i'm like i'm literally like say like my business and he's like asking me like what i do and like blah blah and i'm explaining it and then like he mentions like john and i's business <laughs> and i'm like no like not my husband like no he said my husband's business and i was like no not my husband's business my <laughs> business like i don't I don't understand, like, why you would assume it's his business when I'm the one sitting here telling you, like, I literally told him, like, all the things I do for my business. So, like, why would you assume it's John's business if I do all these things? Like, it'd be one thing if he was, like, your business with your husband. Okay, it'd be, like, a little bit more understandable. But it's like, no, must be his. I saw him yesterday. He's a white guy. There's no way. There's (laughs) no way it could be your business. So, yeah, it's just that sort of thing is completely annoying. And I think that... Um, a lot of times, like, you know, like in your, in your case where it's like you're a husband and wife team and like, I think that people coming in who are just super misogynistic, like might not even realize because they're just yeah. so Or they just assume that I do like uh, assistant work or like, oh, she's doing the filing and the accounting. Yeah, like, no. And I'm like, no, bad words. <laughs> like, I should have so many bad words. Like, no, I actually roll up my sleeves and I get stuff done. Like I design brands. I do meetings. We do talk and calls. And you were full time before David was. Yeah. Yeah. I, we were talking about that last night on a meeting oh, yesterday afternoon that I quit in 2014. So it's been, David just quit two years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like I don't, barely. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, people are jerks. Yeah. So in group meetings, men are three times more likely to interrupt women than other men, which is not no one's surprised. surprising. Um, and I think one of the best things that you can do if you are interrupted is to keep talking. Yep. Um, obviously, like, not in the way that they do it on, like, CNN when they have two correspondents. But, but wait, 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 you know, not just completely... Uncombative human being. Because yeah. there are people who I know who I've done this to, like, we've been having conversations interrupt me, I keep talking, they're like, but you didn't... Let, and I'm like, if I will let you speak when I'm finished. Yeah. I literally do the hand, because then at that point, that's what you, you gotta treat them like a toddler, because they're behaving yeah. like a three-year-old, so you yeah. put your hand up, and you will wait until I'm done expressing like, my point, finish, and then you, know, you can gladly like, like, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I mean, like, I think that another, yeah, another, like, way is just kind of, like, 
addressing them by name and being yeah. like, hey. Adam, I will let you finish your, you know, yeah. or I'll let you start your thought when I finish this point. I just want to finish this point really Thank quick. Thank you. And I think if you say that, like, nicely, like, literally anyone else in the room has got to be, like, looking at this person right. like, what a douchebag. Unless they're a jerk. And then it's like, oh, she got an attitude with him because he just tried to put in a point, which has happened to yeah. me, by the way. I'm like, all these things have happened yep. to me. So interesting. <laughs> um, and I'm like, Speaking okay. Just, I'll just have an attitude and be an angry black lady. I'm That's like, fine. It, it happens. I think another good thing to do is, like, if you happen to be not the only women in the room, like, let's say there's a few others and somebody else gets interrupted, I think it's so important to kind of like stand, stand up, up and, and be like, like I want to hear hey, her point. You know, yeah, like, I'd like to hear the end of that point. John, if you could stop talking yep. for a second. Do it all the time. Person, <laughs> yep. Um, just so that we're kind of, because, I mean, again, then it then it becomes, like, that per that woman doesn't have to be like right. I'm angry, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and this happens. I mean, like, and, and we're specifically speaking about women, but I also do this for people of color because this is something that and fem happened people in general. Exactly, fem people in general and people of color. Last weekend, we were in a group kind of open discussion about some planning and some things, and um, one of the conversations was about having more health related events, and so everyone agreed that we should move this like series of ideas around these health events into the beginning of the year because people are looking and they're setting new year goals but like three out of four tables agreed with this and so the one table with all of the people who aren't brown might i say get the microphone and are like well i think that more people are like just more interested in doing stuff in the sump we live in florida there is no way and, and and so like all you hear which is it's terrible but from the delegation of all the browns are like no nope. <laughs> like we're all just like nope no 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 we're just shaking our heads like no no but it's just like you wanted to feel like you know your idea was what happened basically is his wife introduced the idea of having a different thing in the the beginning of the year and the husband of course can't let his wife's idea yeah. get put down because he has to come in and captain save a hoe because that's what he did <laughs> um grab the microphone is like well i think and he's like i'm proud strong white man let me tell you he puffed his chest he's puffing his chest holding a microphone being like i think that the summer is da 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 and it's just so much of like you have three tables three tables full of people most of them brown but you're gonna Put their ideas down. We all are in agreement just because you feel so strongly about supporting your, which is fine. You can support her. But I guess he felt like she was getting me down. But just like, no, majority says that this is a good idea. Just accept your defeat and move on. And it was kind of like in that decision where when one person spoke up for the moving the idea, all the other people spoke up because they saw that this person, these people think they have a stronger voice just because he has privilege and that's all it is. So it's just like addressing the people who aren't as privileged when they're in a room, if they're speaking and they're being interrupted or their ideas being shot down with no um base of like anything that makes any sense so sometimes people will shoot down men will do this often if somebody has an idea especially women have an idea and then they'll just instantly be like oh that's not gonna work yeah and not explain like tell me larry tell like, me larry I mean, you know, why won't it work why, exactly. oh it just it just won't you don't understand you don't why? understand yeah mm-hmm. why don't i understand that larry one, please explain one, to me so definitely try to support people when their ideas are being shot down just because they have and you can you know you know when it happens and it's not like oh we just all are waiting for somebody to put our ideas down like no we know when someone's just being a misogynist asshole like we just are aware of what's happening and being present in a room of people so yeah and i think when you have like multiple minority identities like it's just it becomes even more complex because like you know like you said like the you know i'll go ahead and be a you know angry black woman and that's the thing is like I literally, you know, because I am biracial, like, I have literally had people say to me as I've been getting upset, "Uh uh-oh, the black is coming out now. Oh, no. Mm -mm. And I'm just like, first of all, my mother is Italian, so she's white, and she's, like, one of the angriest people I've ever (laughs) met in my life. Like, I've never met, like, probably any woman that has been less angry than my mom at certain times in her life. She can be very freaking angry. And guess what? She's a white woman. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not, that doesn't even make any sense. All people get angry. I feel like Hitler was pretty angry. And right? Hitler's not white. Like, why to is me, that never? white men are the most angry people. <laughs> like, like, these are people that are angry. Like, there was a, a white man that just came out and tweeted how upset he was because he went to a Starbucks and the people had their name and then their pronouns on their Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tags. David was telling me and about that. he was that. so upset about it. He's like, oh, he's like, looks like, you know, we're in a society where people are offended by everything. And he's like, they're like, no, dude, you're offended. Like, yeah, you're the only you're person, the only person who's, who's like, angry. Everybody else is just chilling. Like, you are so upset. And then look at those guys with their stupid freaking tiki torches. That's angry. Yeah. Like, those guys are angry. So you I'm get, just you like, go out of If you go out of your way to try to prove a point of, like, 
putting down other minorities, then you're a pretty angry person because the yeah. minorities are just chilling. Because I like, feel like you know, like if I'm if I'm like if I'm getting upset because you a won't let me speak and you're speaking over me or being rude to me or b don't want me to have human rights, those are pretty legit reasons to be upset. But if you're upset just because I exist, then you're just being angry about other people living their lives, doing their day to day stuff. Oh my like that's on you. You're the angry one. I hate the the you know angry black woman narrative. Yeah. It's just kind of hard to escape because it's like, well, what do you do? It's like, well, I have I have to be angry sometimes because right. this is the world. I have been in. faced with depression like yeah. my whole life. Thanks for just being me, just being exactly. born, coming out brown. Just exactly. thanks. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know it's it's a tough one to combat. I definitely think that this is a great place for white women to stand up in meetings and stuff for women of color um, and use that privilege as a shield for others. Not just for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like Captain America being like, for you. No, just for me. Just, <laughs> like, just, just for mine. Me. Just, just mine. mine. I have a brain yeah. um, Man, <laughs> a brain wouldn't name. it be great if like you could just like, if it was like a legit shield and you could just like pick it up. Oh my word. To deflect like white man aggression. Absolutely. <laughs> be wonderful. Okay, so another type of situation where this kind of pops up is like when you're going into a salary negotiation, it makes me think of um, Molly from Insecure. Oh my word. Yeah, this when whole she just season. went through that with like when she went in and she was like, hey, so I am freaking awesome. She came out with facts. That. Like, you know, I've been killing it, so what's going to go on? And they're like, we're going to give you this little award thing. Yeah, they're like, hey, there you go, money. girl. Yeah, it, you definitely have to be. Um, I think in salary negotiations, this is something that I've kind of done, not as much often um, being employed, so I can't say that I have a ton of experience, but I do say having your, but I've witnessed them um, from men and women, and I will say that men oftentimes do get appointed just because they come in and they're like, hey, I've been working here for three years, I think I need five extra dollars, or whatever an hour, or 20 extra, 20,000 extra dollars, and people aren't so, more so like, you know, objective to them doing that. But when women come in and they kind of come in casually, it's more so like, oh, we're enough, which is not fair. But I will say, if you're coming in for salary negotiations, please have facts. Yeah. <laughs> be well, ready. Don't be afraid. And that's the thing is like women are talking. Yeah, to not celebrate, you know, celebrate like, yourself. Yeah, come in and know how great you are. Write down all your victories. Say, hey, I helped close this account the other day. Okay. Or, you know, I helped, you know, finalize this project that we worked on. And it made this company, blah, 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 this much in revenue. And da, da, da. come in with numbers, come in with facts. Be excited. Try to find all the awesome things that you've said. Like if some of your boss is complimenting you on things, be like, hey, remember when you said that I was awesome at this, 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 this. Um, but definitely be confident in the fact that you've done a good job. I think that's 100% of the... also like walk in the room and like acknowledge the gender bias. Right. And be like, so I'm here today to negotiate my salary. And I know that this, you know, tends to be one of those things that is complicated or uncomfortable sometimes for women to do in a room full of men. But we're going to do it anyway. It's like right. type of thing because it's like if you're throwing it out there from the get-go, like, yeah. hi, I know that this is a thing and I'm not afraid and I'm walking in this room and doing it anyways and you're going to take me seriously – you know, I think that that kind of helps because it's like, well, if they're still going to have one after that, then right. it's just not the place for you to work. Which, I mean, when Molly walked in that room, I was like, girl, it's time to go. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think with Molly in a lot of situations, just like you said, I have such a um, difficult time because I always worked with female bosses and the one male boss that I did have, um, his leader was a, a female, so... She was a VP yeah. at Disney, so I don't like. Honestly, his opinion honestly did like it mattered a little bit, but not. And he was also gay man, so he was more so like you yeah, know he, he understood how it felt to be discriminated. He worked at Disney very early on, and I mean Disney's always been LGBTQ friendly, but it still wasn't easy to do in the early '90s, regardless, because everything's always a boys' club, and you know. Mm -hmm. So he definitely was more lenient, understanding where I was coming from. We definitely had a lot of open talks about being minorities and people. So I've never had to go into a room of like a straight white guy and be like, hey, could you give me more money? It's always been kind of chicks. <laughs> it's been ladies, so I've never had to experience So I don't have that kind of experience, but I do know from owning a company, um, sticking to our rate is definitely something that we've had to do and I've always done and we've always been kind of, we've wiggled a little bit and we've only wiggled when someone comes up with a good argument, like if it's a nonprofit or a company that's a little bit smaller. And honestly, if it is a woman-owned business that's just starting out, I'm more 
likely to wiggle a little bit in terms yeah. of pricing just because the, I understand what that's like. I understand that you're trying, I want you to be great. Like I'm, and we're in business obviously to make money and be great. And honestly, we have goals and I don't want to pretend like business is all like sunshine and rainbows, but there are some times where I pull out my sunshine and rainbows hat and put on my unicorn yeah. hat and I work with people I want to work with for way less money than I normally would just because I want them to succeed and be great. And I know that they need our help in getting them there. And I think I'm working with like three different people right now. Um, for free, <laughs> I think less than or free, it should be free or free anyway, free adjacent, close to being free, if not. And then there's one person that I'm working for something for free because I really believe in their vision and their idea. And we do that often with different businesses, but these are specifically women because I set out this year to work with women and women of color just to help businesses grow and for them to look good. Because I'm always so frustrated when I'm like going somewhere and I'm like excited to support a women owned business or a people, uh, business owned by a person of color or a female owned business and you go in and it looks like garbage (laughs) and that's because they can't afford the things to get that set up and I'm like I can do that that's the way I give back to my community so that's what I do and that's what I offer and it's really worked out for me this year just because those people have brought in referrals because they're out there preaching the sevenality train to everybody and I appreciate that exactly I mean there's there's more than uh just money when it's yeah and I don't expect referral like I don't expect for these people I'll be like on the internet and like getting tagged and stuff I'm like what is happening it's because these people are out here tagging me being like no hire you this chick and it's worked out you know fantastically so i do think that um just sticking to your guns in terms of negotiation with your quote stay firm don't don't hinder like i'm the same like i stick to my quotes unless it's you know same situation like if if it's like normally like a woman of color um owned business that really needs it and one thing that like i've been doing so that i can kind of stick to my pricing a little bit more is like once a year I pick one creative to develop throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so like uh, the one for that's going to be like it's it's we develop throughout the year and then we launch the site at the beginning of the following year. So this year it's uh, Aaliyah, who is a really gifted artist, um, visual artist. So, you know, developing her throughout the year and then launching her brand um, early next year. And so just knowing that I'm doing that, like, one, just, like, free, it's, like, allows me to be a little bit more sticking to my price when it comes to everything else. And I will say that I find less women negotiate with me. More of the women will say, okay, you know... I will, especially because I think that these are entrepreneurs. So this is different than I think dealing with like brides and things like that. Right. You know, I think it's oh, a different, it's a different situation. These are other business owners. Right. Um, but I feel like less women negotiate with me. Lots of white men negotiate with me. I find that. I will agree in that small business range that white men are more likely to negotiate in enterprise level or medium sized business and up. So businesses yeah. who make a little bit more over a million a year, there's no negotiating generally because yeah. they're usually not the people making the decisions exactly. and they have the budget, and et cetera. Um, which is it's easy. But I will say in that small business realm, yeah, white guys, especially if they're local, like, yes. good. Yeah. <sighs> it's all it's been like locals <laughs> they're always like that. but da, 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 and it's like and i've had some but no. <laughs> that are like older-ish white guys yeah that oh have yeah been like oh this is a great opportunity for you yeah like, i'm gonna da, 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 da. i'm i can mentor like, you or i could help get you exposure and yeah, exposure does not right. pay my bills fyi like, also sometimes it's like they're not even but you're not great and brands that even like overlap with like but you and you're not even great like i'm like you're not even you're coming to me because you need my help like yeah, yeah what yeah, are you supposed to help me like, like they kind of like try to like make the conversations it's like i can like, get you a whole bunch of somebody did definitely um they were like we can get you a bunch of referrals and da because i'm going to be building my business with this person this person this person um we did not change our rates but we did work with them um to start something and I can absolutely tell you that that business never happened. So <laughs> all the logos are sitting on my computer and on Dribble because that happens nine times out of 10 is that you start doing something for somebody that's like, I have all these ideas and I'm going to rope in Johnny, my brother, and Luke, this person, and, you know, I Theodore. I, don't I really <laughs> love your white people names. <laughs> I have all these names. Like which, I feel like, names. which I feel like are black people names. Like, there's not. I know more black Theos and Lyrics. Well, I, I do white. Theodore definitely <laughs> sound like a black name to me so I was I'm like I don't, your white guy name was Adam which is true I know so many white Adams and I'm like but I can because af- I know white guys <laughs> I'm, like, I can't, I, I'm like I don't know You're any like, I don't know. You're like Luke from the Star Wars movie <laughs> what else do we Luke got Luke Scave I'm like Luke Scave that sounds like a white guy name I'm like I don't know 
white guy name. <laughs> we just watched um, Beauty and the Beast. So Luke is in my head from, you know, having Luke What's-His-Face being guest on. I think that's where I'm like, yeah, all the I'm white guy right. names I know are like fictional characters. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. So that never, those things never pan out. Like they never do. So please don't come in. Like if any person specifically, but just like, especially guys come up to you and you're like, oh, I'm going to tell you how I can get your business and you can be making, this is a great opportunity for you. It's never a great opportunity is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It never is. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so if you work in like a regular, more traditional setting, then you might have like an annual review that you attend every year to kind of see, like get feedback from, you know, uh, your superiors and just kind of see where you're at. And one of the things that um, has been noted is that like a lot of times for women, they're kind of like negative and they're not actually giving like concrete, helpful stuff. They're just giving like, these are all the things you did wrong. So I think it's important to go into a meeting like that, knowing that you're going to obviously hear some critical stuff, which is fine. I, I love to hear like what's not working so I can figure out what, mm-hmm. what works. But also you should go in and say, hey, like, you know, I've really been working on A, B, and C, and I would love to hear more about right. some of the positive things that I'm doing. Or just so if you I have these negative things, right. what are some solutions? And how can I, yeah, yeah how can I improve? And that's, that's, I think, that's something that's across the board from, you know, men interrupting or stealing ideas or whatever, is that they love to say, well, you're wrong on right. this, but then not give any concrete information they just feel on like you're wrong. how to fix it. They just it. feel like you're wrong. And so I think it's just really important that when a man interrupts you and just tells you your opinion is invalid and you have nothing worthy to say, I think it's very, very important to say, please explain why you think that opinion is just completely right. wrong and not valid. Because... Nine times out of ten, he's not actually... He's just going to get upset and flustered. Yeah. And not actually have anything to, like, Oh, you're being combative right now or something. I don't know. He'll say something dumb. I just... I know. I just, like... I really love to stay calm in those circumstances and just watch them, like, get really upset. Which happens nine times out of ten. Like... Like, But women are the emotional ones. Like, have you checked our president's Twitter? We are not the emotional ones, girlfriend. (laughs) Like, I cannot believe people still say that. Like, it's 2017. I can't. Literally. Don't want someone to be president because they're... He is the most emotional human person. person So cannot take criticism. That's the thing that really bothers me, by the way. Uh, Men cannot take criticism. So for people to say women don't like to take criticism, women don't like to be criticized. Spoiler alert. We are (laughs) criticized all day, every day without even asking for it all the time. Female celebrities just post pictures of like things that aren't even them. And they're still getting criticized about everything. Meanwhile, male celebrities, like they get criticized, but not as much. Like I, and I'm generally speaking of someone like, I think of people like Ava DuVernier, who's, you know, just, she's political in her nature, but if she posts something, then there's always somebody that's like, da-da-da-da, or this or this. But I'm like, nobody says anything bad about The Rock, which they should not, by the way. Don't say anything about Dwayne Johnson. You're like, I'm not inviting you to. But but there's never, like, yeah, there's never anything, so. It's funny because I think about, like, so J.K. Rowling is, if anybody's read the books, and yes, I know I'm talking about Harry Potter again, but they're very, very, very political. Like, extremely political, especially, like, I would say books like, you know, like the fourth one on, super political. Um, so she is always been very active in speaking about politics over in the UK. And, um, you know, obviously now she weighs in on the politics way on here. And somebody wrote to her on Twitter and was like, you're just a lady who wrote some children's books. And I'm like, she's richer than the queen. Right. Okay? So even if you don't like the books, that's fine. She's also written tons of other books, has like theme yeah. parks and movies and like whatever else. Like she's very, very, very accomplished. Um, but I'm just like, so because she wrote like three, essentially let's call it three children's books is the first three we can call them that. It's like, so because of that, she shouldn't have an opinion. Like even if she just literally but wrote But did like, you write any books, all, person? Like, yeah, like even if she just wrote all children's books and didn't do it, like why, why does that mean yeah. that she shouldn't have an opinion? Whereas then you have like... Kanye West, who's like, I'm gonna run for president, and people are like, okay, that like, sounds cool. <laughs> like, yeah, understand. there definitely was um, a, like in designer Twitter gate, which if anybody's a designer and they're on the internet, they know that designer Twitter is just like stuff hitting the fan every day. Um, and I want to say it was Laura Kelberg, um, which I can put a link down to her book that she wrote for List Apart. And she's like, oh, hey, guys, I sure tweet. I wrote a book, da, 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 I'm very excited. And some guy designer whose name I forgot, and I, I know who it is, but I can't think of it because I always think it's this other person who's a troll, and I, I don't want to bring up that person's name. Um, so they were like, oh, no, you did not write a book. You types it. Oh, I think it was Eric. I uh, can't pronounce his last name because it's Eastern European. Uh, Eric with a K. M. Mal- Malkovich? Malkovich? I don't know. Malkovich, yeah. Probably Malkovich. Um, I will post a link to that whole debacle. And so 
she he's just like you didn't write a book because there are people who typeset books and da 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 you wrote some ideas but there are people who put the book together and da 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 just some crazy nonsense who invited you here Were you oh my god no one happened? invited him no one invited him he just like opened the floodgates and it just became this huge thing of everybody being like did you just mansplain how writing a book works it's because like, of yeah. typesetting and then i like that but the reason why i bring this up is because jk rowling came in and it's like yeah. oh congratulations on your book girlfriend you wrote a book like tell that guy to stfu and i'm like for jk rowling to come to design twitter hell means that some serious stuff went She's down. Amazing. But it's just like that's some um, one example of a guy telling her like when people are like, I don't like Beyonce because she is really into herself. And I'm like, have you met The Rock? Like <laughs> The Rock has been around here for years. And again, and that's like, fine. And I'm fine. okay with I, that. I support both things. I'm like, Beyonce, first of all, I don't get the feel that Beyonce's super into herself, but she should be. I think she should that's be fine. more into her. And like, I don't understand why she doesn't walk around with a mirror. And. Because I would like yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I think that Lady um, Gaga documentary, the five foot two that just came out on Netflix this weekend, which you know I watched on Documentary Sunday. Yes. Um, she definitely, Sunday. she definitely yes. went into it and talked about her dealing with male producers and how it made her feel like garbage and how they expect her to change her look and how she had to do all these things that she did not want to do. And that's something that people face all the time with men yeah. is that you're just consistently being told that what you're doing isn't good enough or you did this thing, but it's not great. Like people always telling, oh, like oh, you're not a great singer. And I'm like, have you ever heard? Stephanie's vocals. Have so you ever like, heard them? <laughs> she can blow. Also, it's like she was in New York's like like the Tisch School. Yeah, so like, exactly. She dropped out to right. like could, you know continue like pursuing like, her did you... So like you don't get into that school unless you're extremely talented, obnoxiously like, I don't, I don't talented. I don't know. Say that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like no matter what level you're on, you end up if you are a femme person, you end up dealing with just misogynistic arseholes right being all the time every um, day whether it's you know in the boardroom or owning your own business or if you're famous or if you're a mom if you're a stay-at-home mom they go i know they hear it about everything um and unfortunately they hear it about other moms and stuff too so i just think it's really important for us women of color all women femme people minorities to stick together and make sure that if you are with somebody and their voice isn't being heard and they want to be heard, make sure that they can be heard and make sure that you're speaking up too. Yeah, I'm definitely going to include links to all my favorite like lady-led projects, um, specifically just because those are things that uplift women and try to get their voices out there. In so many industries where people are like, design is such a, you know, you, you see faces of females, but the leaders in design are men. And so it's some of those things that we're trying to change the faces of these industries in tech and uh in type design, type design is such a male-oriented, like, field, I can't believe, and you would think, you know, it'd be full of women, but it's not, and so yeah. the women who are in there are really trying to change the game and shake things up, so I'll definitely include some links to some women creative projects that you guys should be out there supporting, because it's important to uplift voices of women, especially when they're in areas where they are constantly being interrupted Yeah, <laughs> all the time, so. And I think we should link to some awesome, like, female, like, TED Talks and female speakers that we like, and also we should link to a photo of Matt's wig. <laughs> like Matt wearing wigs. I feel like uh like hashtag Matt wearing wigs. Yes. <laughs> he needs to get into it and create his own movement about his wig game because I don't I understand how he does it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. He's definitely born it's with Fenty. It. Maybe it's I've born with it. With Maybe him. it's Fenty. I've seen him without makeup. He's, he's just fantastic. So. Alright guys, well we will see you next week. I hope that you enjoy the last week of September. It will be October. We have um, some guests that we're doing in October that are already booked, so they better show up. Because I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> if you're listening and you're booked for October and you don't show up, we're going to have words. Yeah, we will have words. And also, if you're looking to be on the show or you have somebody that you want to be on the show, please just keep in mind that we are booked um, out until March at this point. So go ahead and let us know now if, because it, yeah. <laughs> and if somebody drops March, out, then of course we'll, yeah, we can we'll sometimes fit people switch in blend, last yeah. minute or whatever. But at the moment, we're booked until March. And so if you, you're thinking like, oh, I want to be on, but I don't want to be on until you know, next summer because I'm not launching this. Now is your time. Yes, ask us now so we can Thanks. get you in because um, yeah. we have a stacked schedule and we're really, really excited about yeah. that. We Email hello at heartandhustlepodcast.com. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.